Hi, this is Wayne from Wedding Words of Wisdom, and I am speaking today with a gown designer, and I hope I um, have referenced Elizabeth Rossbottom in the right way. And Elizabeth, welcome to Wedding Words of Wisdom. Um, Thank is you. that what you would call yourself? Is, would you call yourself a gown designer? Uh, yes, I would. A custom couture gown designer. There it is, a custom couture. And along with those two words, um, I know what a custom couture gown designer is, but maybe we should talk a little bit about what makes um, your gowns custom and what makes them couture and what that means for a bride. Of course. Uh, Custom couture is basically this. It is a gown created from scratch based on a sketch that is created by me. We take measurements, very detailed measurements of the body. We create a pattern, do several muslin fittings, and then create a gown. This gown is only created for this one person. It's never made again. And a lot of the gown is handmade, which references the couture. Um, Couture, you know, being a handmade gown. All Finishings are hand-done. A lot of the beading embroidery, it's all hand-finished. So custom couture, it's, you're creating something out of nothing, basically a sketch, and then having it handmade specifically to your, to your body, and no one else will ever have it. It's unique to you, made for you. That's amazing, and to think that really when one of the things you said just now is that you're creating from nothing and really you're creating from your own mind, right, Elizabeth? You're, you have something in your mind that when you meet with someone, you get a feel for what they want and what, they're, what they will look good in. And then, That's exactly right. So you start sketching. So, yes. So, Elizabeth, you have a very impressive background, and I think it's important for our listeners to know that um, you have come from Parsons School of Design, that you've worked at Marquesa and at J. Crew Bridal. So how did the different experiences influence your sense of style and, and how would you describe your signature style or design? Uh, well, working for both Marquesa and J. Crew were both amazing experiences and both very different, um, as you said. Working with Marquesa, and I, I interned at Marquesa right after I, uh, while I was at Parsons, and that is where I really learned and realized that I wanted to design, you know, fancy, beautiful, luxurious gowns. It really opened my eyes to um, fine fabrics and the embellishment, and you know, to the unique and exquisite design that you know they created. Um, mm-hmm. J. Crew is so different. You know, it's just such a different label. Um, that really imp- it impacted my personal style more than Marquesa. Um, J. Crew really taught me how to put a personal spin on my style, how to mix and match prints, add bright colors, and it also taught me how to dress smart. And by dressing smart, I mean buying. It taught me how to buy staple pieces that are classic and seasonless. So, you know, blazers, pants, dresses um, that can be worn all seasons um, and that you can mix and match with 
you know, different accessories, build from there with colorful scarves, fun shoes, great bags. Um, it, it basically just taught me how to dress really smart and to kind of put my own personal spin, you know, on my style. Um, so, so Marquesa and J. Crew are very different, but how would you describe your signature style? What would you what would you say that is? So my signature style is classic, sophisticated, elegant, and timeless. I love to create gowns that you can wear 10 or 20 years from now, um, something you can hand down to your daughter, something you can put in your closet that you know you can always turn to. It's going to be beautiful and timeless forever. You know, you're spending a lot of money on a custom gown, you know, ex- you know elegant, timeless, sophisticated, classic. That's my go-to every time. Right. And so and and I can tell you I've taken a look at the sketches of some of the gowns that you have on Pinterest and that is something that I noticed through your sketches is that your designs are timeless. They're they're really um pieces if you if I if it's okay for me to call them that, I hope I don't use yeah, the wrong course. terminology. <laughs> um but they're really pieces that are designed that um, would stand the test of time and would be spectacular for a woman to wear today or 10 years from now or 20 years from now. Um, I, I think they're just amazing. Um, yeah, that's my goal. <laughs> that's my ultimate yeah. goal. <laughs> so you've talked a little bit about the differences between a Marquesa gown and, a, I mean, between Marquesa working there, um, working for J. Crew, as well as, um, your own designs. Is there a way for you to describe the differences between a Marquesa gown and a J. Crew gown, as well as I know that you've you've explained that your gowns you expect them to be timeless, but is there a way to explain the differences between those three? Uh, yes. Uh, let's start with Marquesa. Okay. Uh, Marquesa, as I said, you know it's very fine fabrics, heavy on embellishment very unique and exquisite designs. They are also very fashion-forward and modern, um, which is very different from J. Crew. Uh, Marquesa is going to be a very, you know, high, it's a much higher-end quality, um, uh, you know, just with the fabrics and the beading and everything. Um, but the designs are very, you know, modern and fashion-forward, which a lot of women like. Um, I don't know if they'll be in style, you know, 10 years from now, but you know, they're all very beautiful and very, very, very fine. Um, J. Crew is more of a traditional dress. Uh, the fabric is, you know, not a fine fabric. It's more of a basic design, you know, kind of made to fit and flatter all figures and body types. Um, and those dresses are sometimes you know, good staple pieces to have. You can you re-wear the dresses, um, you know, even their bridal gowns. You know, you could cut them short and, you know, wear them as a cocktail dress, you know, in a few months. Um, the the quality is, of course, not as high as Marquesa. It's a lower price point, but it's it, you're getting a great design and, you know, with great fabric and a beautiful silhouette for a very reasonable price. 
um, my gowns, of course, are much different. You know, they're, a lot of them are handmade, you know, custom-made based on your measurements, and um, there's just a lot more work that go into them. Uh, you know, it's the finest laces from France, the finest, you know, Italian silks, um, you know, Swarovski crystals and, and, and fancy beading and embroidery. And, um, of course, the price point is a bit higher. But my gown is for a woman that is wanting something unique and special that no one else will ever have, that she can customize it. You know, she can add, you know, a beading or a train or cap sleeves. You know, whatever her heart desires, we can add to that dress. And um, that's kind of, you know, if, if you're wanting something that you can't find out there or wanting something just completely different that no one else will have, that's where I would come into play. Okay. So I so another thing that comes to mind is that many times brides have a vision of what they want to wear for their wedding. Um right. and they've had that vision from the time that they were a little girl. Um when when a bride walks into a bridal salon, you know, oftentimes they can get overwhelmed by all the choices and because they have a vision, it's sometimes becomes difficult to find the gown that fits the vision, um, right. what would you say are the three most important things that they should take into account when they're looking for a wedding gown? Uh, comfort is most important, I always say. Um, you want to be comfortable on that day. Um, you're in that dress for a long time. You're on your feet. You're taking pictures. You're talking with people. Comfort is so important. If you're not comfortable in the gown and the fitting, you're not going to be comfortable on your wedding day. Comfort is most important. Okay. The second most important is budget. You you need to know your boundaries. You know, you don't want to walk into um, a bridal salon and fall in love with a $20,000 dress when you know you, you only have $2,500 to spend. Uh, budget's really important, and there are so many beautiful gowns by fabulous designers out there um, that are in within your budget and you can find exactly what you're looking for. Um, number three would be body type. You know, know know your 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 body. If you're busty, you're not you're not going to want to go with a strapless sweetheart neck. Um, and, and normally the girls at the bridal salons will, will help you know brides with this. Um, you know, anyone who has large hips would want to stay away from, you know, the fuller ball gown type dresses. You know, it's things like that. Um, You know, and sometimes brides think, oh, well, I know exactly what I want. Um, And then they get it on and and they're like, whoa, this is not what I thought. And that's what happens most of the time is that you, you have this vision. Like I've always, you know, seen myself in a big Cinderella gown with a long veil and beading and then you get it on and you, you're like, oh my gosh, this is not what looks good on me. And this is not what I like. Right. Well, it's also important for, like you said, it's important for brides to know their own body type. And I think sometimes people look in the mirror and they see something totally different than what the reality is, and then they choose a dress or they've dreamed of a dress their whole life, and they go to put it on, and it just isn't right for them. Absolutely. It happens more than you think. Yeah. So sometimes brides want something that's so unique that they have to order a custom gown, which is exactly what you do. Um, Yes. 
What's the, let's talk a little bit about the ideal lead time. How far in advance should a bride contact um, you in order to start the process of, of having a gown designed and ultimately um, made for them? I would say give it about six months before your wedding. The actual gown will take um, typically about eight to 12 weeks unless you're wanting extensive beading, extensive embroidery. Um, a lot of the times we can uh, hand uh, create lace, so we can create lace designs or beading and embroidery patterns, and that will sometimes take you know six months to a year. So as soon as you set your date, it's best to go ahead and you know contact contact me just so we can get things started. Especially if you're going to want you know a lot of you know unique beading, embroidery, etc. But typically, it's about eight to twelve weeks. Okay. And so, what are some of the uh, most important considerations? Um, you know, when you're designing a custom gown for a client, what do you take a look at? I Well, first of all, I'll send them a questionnaire, and I'll ask them all sorts of questions, body type, height, what's their hair color, what's their skin color, um, you know, what kind of dresses do they wear, um, you know, out to cocktail parties, what's their favorite look. Um, I send them several pictures of, you know, red carpet gowns or bridal gowns and say, you know, which one best describes you, and I kind of try to get an idea of their personal style. I also ask for a picture of them. Um, I take into account their budget um, you know, any kind of silhouette that they're looking for. However, sometimes what they're looking for is not necessarily what will look best on them. Um, and then their inspiration. Um, you know, what kind of, like, what's, I always say, what, how do you envision yourself walking down, down the aisle? Um, you know, are you going to wear a veil? Do you want to be more whimsical or romantic? Do you want to feel more modern? Um, and I kind of just try to get an idea of inspiration. I ask them a lot about the colors in their wedding. Um, any kind of theme, um, you know, just try to learn as much as I can about the overall wedding, um, you know, and, you know, the bride and their personalities. And I'm sure you take into consideration the location. If it's a beach wedding, you would design something very differently than if it was at a grand hotel or even if it was maybe a destination wedding, <clears throat> excuse me, in, uh, say, Italy in a, you know, at, a, at an old historic uh property. Absolutely. I would design something completely different, let's say for a beach wedding or a wedding outside, as opposed to a traditional church or cathedral wedding. Um, you know, if you're traveling, um, like, like you said, if you're going to get married in Italy, that would be different as well because, you know, you're shipping a gown or you're traveling with a gown. Right. So um, all those, so you have, all those come into, a, you know, into play. Right. So you have a, an amazing sketch on your Pinterest that is, is, one of my favorites, the seaside gown, and one oh, of the yes, things I that love I that gown. pardon. I said I love that gown. Yes, it's just such a clean, elegant, um, beautiful sketch. Uh, is that something that you've made for someone already, or is this just an inspiration of your own? You know, that's just an inspiration of my own. But I, I was inspired by you know an outdoor or a, or a beach wedding. Um, I just think it would be, you know, it's a very simple, beautiful silhouette. It would, you know, always be in style. Um, and it's it's a really, really beautiful dress that would be great for an outdoor wedding. Well, the sketch is stunning. And, I, you know, we do a lot of beach weddings. And one of the things that I noticed about it is that the, I'm I'm hoping I'm 
you know, using the right terminology, I'm presuming that the that it's the the train off the back rather than the veil. Yes. And I love the fact that it's off the ground, so that when she, when a bride is walking on the sand, it's you know not going to be difficult to wear that gown. Um, it's just a simply stunning, beautiful gown. I got a little off track because, you know, I love looking at the sketches that you have on Pinterest. And, I mean, even the Empress gown is magnificent. Um, you have an Empire gown that just looks so unique and beautiful. Anyway, I could go on and on about the sketches that you have. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, but one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, when you are advising um, brides, have you ever come across a bride that that feels that they know better than you and and really isn't interested in listening to what your suggestions are but really wants you to design something that they've envisioned and that they feel is right? And if so, how do you handle that type of situation? Uh, I do come across that all the time. And the way I handle it is um, I try and show them what I think would look best um, and, and if they still, if I still can't persuade them to do what I think would be best, and I, I give them a fair argument of why, you know, I think what I've designed versus what they want would be better. Um, you know, I give them several examples and facts as to why it's going to look better, feel better, be more comfortable, be more flattering, and I give the reasons why. Um, if the bride ends up not going with my suggestion, we just go ahead and do exactly what she wants to do, and I try to kind of keep her. I try to be, I guess, the more realistic party and say, okay, sure, if, you, if, you, if you've changed your mind and you're, you are wanting to stay with what, you know, you've always dreamed of, let's make sure, you know, we do it in a certain way, you know, so that, you know, whatever it may be, I, I just try to make sure that I can guide them in the right direction, even if it's not what I think will look best. The most important thing is if if they get what they want and they're happy with it. And most, you know, a lot of times um, I, I design things that I don't think necessarily would look best, but it's what they want, and they're always very, very happy, and it's very beautiful, um, you know. And it's, you know, the the, the client is um, what they want is most important. I always say, you know, the customer is king, so it's whatever they want. <laughs> right. You know, I equate that to what I do in the design and planning of the overall wedding when I'm designing a ballroom or I'm designing a, a setting for a wedding ceremony, oftentimes the clients will come and they have a vision in their head. And the first thing I do when I consult with people is I let them know, look, this is your wedding. It doesn't have to be my wedding because I've had mine. And, you know, I will advise you and tell you from my experience of doing thousands of weddings what I feel is best based on what you're asking for. But ultimately, those decisions are yours, and I don't judge based on what decisions you make. So I'm sure that in the gown business, which it is, um, you know, it's, it's probably very similar in that you're not going to be the one, Elizabeth, that's wearing the gown but I think it's also important. I've had clients ask me for certain things that based on what I do on a daily basis, I couldn't stand behind. And in those instances, which are very, very rare, um, you know, I have to be true to the quality and the level of design and the level of professionalism that we put out and back what it is that we're doing. And if I can't do that, then unfortunately we have to pass on the job. But that's only yeah. happened maybe 
two, maybe three times in my whole career. I'm sure that you have situations too where maybe a client is asking you to do something that is just so far off the beaten path of what you do that in that instance you would probably have to pass. But for others, when they want something and it's something that you feel you can accomplish effectively for them, you know, it's all about what the client is looking for. Absolutely. And like you said, it has happened, um, you know, only a handful of times. Um, and like, you're exactly right. If I can't stand behind it and be proud of it at the level of, you know, work I love to achieve and professionalism, I just, you know, very nicely pass them along to someone else. Right. Which is nice to know, you know, there's people at all different levels and all different styles. And that's right. something that I talk about all the time is that, it's really important, and I'm sure because you do custom couture gowns, it's got to be very important that you have a connection with those brides and with those clients that um, allows you to create and design something that's perfect for them, whether it's their concept and their idea or it's yours. Exactly. So along those lines, um, whose job is it to style the bride? You know, oftentimes um, I'm involved with a gown designer. I'm, uh, you know, I, I touch every aspect of the wedding business. So periodically I will have a client who says to me, Wayne, I want you to help me find my perfect gown. And, you know, I know that I look at not just that bride and that groom. I look at their personalities, but I also look at the location I look at the style of the wedding that we're doing. There's so many aspects that come into it. And so sometimes it's a gown designer that styles the bride. Sometimes it's the makeup artist and the person that does the hair. And sometimes it's me as a planner. From your viewpoint, who is it that should really set the tone and style that bride? I personally think it's the gown designer. Um you know, and I guess that's because that's what I do, but I say, you know, I would think, you know, I tell all of my brides what shoes I think would look best, you know, a handbag, the way they should wear their hair, what kind of makeup would look great, that, you know, the right amount of jewelry, if any. Um, I really think, it, you know, that, that part falls upon the, the bridal d- designer, um, but if not, I think it would definitely fall into the hands of the, you know, the wedding planner. Right. I also think that it's very different because we're talking with you as a custom couture designer, it's very different than styling a bride who goes into um, a boutique salon or styling a bride who orders a gown from David's Bridal or styling right. a gown from someone who goes to um, J. Crew Bridal because those um, interactions, I think, between the bride and their salesperson at a gown salon is very different than the interactions between a bride who's going to come to you and have you design a custom couture gown. Absolutely. And in those cases, I would say, you know, get very close and and speak, you know, very freely with your wedding planner and let them help you find, um, you know, keep them involved in all the details with your dress and, you know, get help with the veil and the handbag and the shoes and, and everything, and I think that would fall in, underneath the wedding planner because you can trust them. They know everything about your wedding from the colors to the decorations, you know, right. the venue. They will do the best job, and it will 
you know, be very cohesive with, you know, the bride's look and the actual wedding. Right. And I think it's also different. You know, it depends on the circumstance, because if you're going to, for example, Nordstrom even has their bridal salon now. So if you go to Nordstrom, you're going to be interacting with that um, bridal salon sales representative for a limited period of time. And that person may or may not get involved and, you know, ask questions about what type of wedding you're planning. But that person, I think, is more of a salesperson who's knowledgeable about the gowns that they represent in their in their bridal salon, as opposed to someone like you who really, when you design a gown, I would think that you also, you may not talk about it or you may not draw it out, but you must have an image in your mind of what the bride's hair should look like. Are they going to wear flowers or a veil? What the purse is or the handbag, what the shoes should look like? Because it's a cohesive look. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Absolutely. So so we've set that one to rest. And so it just depends on what the bride's goals are. And um, I would think that if they're hiring you as a couture uh, designer, that they should allow you to not only just do the dress and go and find their shoes and their hair pieces and their handbags on their own, they should talk to you about that too. Yes, so, I agree. So, Elizabeth, as you know, um, trends today – change so fast. And I'm not just talking about the wedding industry. I'm talking about home decor. I'm talking about, um, you know, anything that is design related. And so I'm interested to hear, you know, what new trends you are seeing and what new thoughts are coming into your head about fabrics and embellishments and color in your space, in the bridal gown arena? Uh, Well, from what I'm seeing and and what I've been doing a lot of lately, um, color is a really big deal these days in wedding gowns. Um, You know, we're seeing a lot of um, hand-painted, very colorful panels on wedding gowns. So that would be maybe, um, you know, like on the front of a a gown on the skirt, there there will be a beautiful hand-painted floral kind of image on the front, um, and, and it's just absolutely beautiful. I'm also seeing a lot of colorful embroidery. You know, blue is a very popular color in weddings because, um, you know, there's the saying, you know, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Right. Um, and we're seeing a lot of blue detail in wedding gowns these days. Um, also, for the more kind of risque bride, we're seeing a lot of sheer, sheer skirts and bodices um, with, lace placement over the bust, Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of sheer, even, you know, the layering of sheer fabrics, um, like, you know, Georgettes, chiffons, organzas, um, to kind of create a more whimsical and romantic look. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I feel that we're we're kind of moving away from the ball gown look, um, or as I I would call it, um, the cupcake dress. That's a very full skirted dress. Um, and we're kind of edging more toward a simple, sophisticated, and streamlined look um, for a more kind of simplistic bride, more of a, a modern look these days. Okay, very good. So along the lines of new trends, um, there's also this this unspoken thing that a lot of brides do um, after the wedding called trash the dress, and there's a right. you know the whole photo shoot emerging with brides who 
literally run into the ocean or jump into a swimming pool wearing their gown. Um, how does that make you feel as a gown designer? And, and what are your thoughts on that whole trash the dress type of event? Um, I think it's fun for brides. I, you know, think that they are welcome to do whatever they want with their gowns. Um, however, I, I don't necessarily agree with it just because I know, you know, the amount of work and, you know, how beautiful the dress is and the fabric and the, the lace or the beading, embroidery, whatever it may be. Um, you know, it's just a really special dress and it takes a lot of work and planning to create that dress. And, you know, I see them as works of art and I could never ruin a work of art. Right. I've always sort of felt that um, in most cases, brides spend more money than they've ever spent on um, one outfit for an evening. They right. take they take all of their energy and, you know, spend all of this time and all of this energy going to find the right gown or working with a designer to create the perfect gown using the most luxurious fabrics and and embellishments and for me I, I just don't understand the whole process of trash the dress I know that some people feel that um, they don't ever want anybody to ever be able to wear that gown again but I think that there's something incredible about handing a gown a gown like that down from generation to generation whether the next generation is able to wear it or not doesn't matter but for me I completely me, agree I completely me, agree I don't just, yeah I don't understand it and I agree a wedding gown you know I, I believe you know pass it down to your daughter or if you don't have a daughter you know someone that you know you can pass it down to a cousin or or something and like you said if it's not in style you can take certain pieces of it and create something beautiful you know I just I, I don't I don't understand the trust the dress I just yeah. I don't. <laughs> well, I think it's for an avant-garde bride who just, you know, wants to make sure that nobody else could ever, ever, ever use or wear that gown. So right. uh, turning the corner, I'm sure that as a fashion designer, you have your own favorite style of gown. What type of wedding gown would you be designing for yourself and and how would you describe your sense of style? Um, my sense of style would be very classic and simple. I would design something that is, um, you know, a very fitted gown um, out of maybe like a slip dress almost, out of charmeuse, maybe add some lace. Um, and it would just be very simple, very close fitted to the body, maybe a um, – more of a trumpet skirt um, and low back, maybe spaghetti straps, just very simple, you know, but yet beautiful slip dress. I am a very, I dress very simple. I think because I design such beautiful and elaborate and exquisite gowns, when I dress myself, I am very understated and very, very simple. Um, you know, I, when it comes to myself, I, I, I just I like it to be easy and comfortable, and that's what I will look for and design for myself on my wedding day. Okay, very nice. 
So if brides are interested, I shouldn't say if, I should say when brides are interested in looking yes. at your wedding gown, <laughs> not if, because they happen to be gorgeous and they, you know, I'm hoping that uh, people will, will hear about how you talk and, and, you know, the excitement and the knowledge that you have for what you do. And I'm hoping that, you know, more and more people will come to you and allow you to really create for them. But so where can um, brides find your dresses or, you know, be able to see more of your gowns? Where would they go? They can, uh, they can see them on my website. It is www.elizabethrossbottom.com, and it will have sketches and uh, pictures of dresses I've created for um, former clients, and they can kind of get an idea of my style and the, the quality of, of the dress, and um, there will be lots of examples of beading and embroidery and inspiration and um, so they could go to my website and kind of take a look at everything and there will be contact information as well. Wonderful. So where do you aspire to take your business and, and what types of looks do you love creating the most? Uh, well, I've, you know, my aspirations for my business are to one day have, um, you know, a line of bridal gowns as well as um, cocktail dresses. I, I also design um, you know, party dresses and cocktail dresses as well, um, you know, like second wedding gowns or like a fun, you know, dress that you change into kind of to, to run out of the the, um, the reception. Um, so I'd, I'd love to, um, you know, create a, a line of gowns, um, you know, and sell them online or have my own boutique. Um, and I would still do custom, of course, and we'd, you know, offer all of the beautiful fabrications we, we do now. Um, but that would be, you know, my ultimate goal to kind of have my own boutique and have it filled with beautiful gowns and, and things. Um, and sorry, what was the second part of the question? And, and what types of, of looks do you love creating the most? You know, I love the fanciest looks. I love doing lots of beading and embroidery. Um, you know, I really love creating more of a, a trumpet style dress. I love strapless dresses. Um, I also, I also love the veils too, um, very elaborate veils. I really like, you know, if someone gives me free reign, I want to do, you know, a vanity satin covered with Alençon lace with beading. You know, I, I, I just, I love all of the, the very exquisite, you know, materials and, and I love to kind of layer, you know, to create just a very, you know, fabulous, whimsical, romantic gown. Wonderful. So should brides be on the lookout for any of your gowns in any stores? Are you um, bringing them to any local stores throughout the country, or, or is it strictly custom and strictly couture through you? Um, well, I'm not going to be bringing them to any stores yet, but I am starting a, um, a trunk shows. So I will be having uh, trunk shows in different cities, um, you know, around the U.S., and we're working on our schedule now, but it will be up on our website very soon. And, um, you know, hopefully if you're, you know, the girls are interested, they can make it to one of the trunk shows. If not, they can always contact me. We can have a private consultation. Um, but that's kind of where we're headed to now are trunk shows. 
Wonderful. So I hope that when you come to Los Angeles, which is where we are based, that you'll keep us informed and let us know so that we can blast it out to all of our brides and let people know that uh, you're coming to town and that there's some pretty incredible gowns for people to take a look at. So, so Elizabeth, you know that our show, our radio broadcast is called Wedding Words of Wisdom. And one of the things that I always do is I ask everyone that I talk to to provide our listeners with their words of wisdom. And it's it could be, in general, it could be wedding-related, it could be gown-related, but here goes. What are the wedding words of wisdom that you would like to provide to our listeners today? My words of wisdom to brides is this. Wear what you feel comfortable in. And most importantly, there's no right or wrong when it comes to your wedding or your wedding gown. You know, being different or unusual um, is great, and it makes you and your wedding unique. Um, stay true to yourself and, and what you like and what feels best, even if it's not, you know, the, the norm or traditional. You know, just stay, stay true to yourself and, and do what feels right. Um, most importantly, there's no right or wrong. That's what's so great about, you know, customizing your own gown and your own wedding because you can do whatever you want, and it will be magnificent, whatever you choose. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for sharing your insight and providing such wonderful information to our listeners. This is Wayne Gurnick from Moments by Wayne, and this has been Wedding Words of Wisdom with Elizabeth Rossbottom. And I encourage all of you out there that are listening to check out Elizabeth's website at www.elizabethrossbottom.com. And be sure to, to join our social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And you can also check out what we do at Moments by Wayne at www.momentsbywayne.com. Thank you so much for listening today.